broadcasting live from the Sherm 2021 Conference at the Las Vegas Convention Center, it's time for Workplace MVP, brought to you by R3 Continuum, a global leader in workplace behavioral health, crisis, and security solutions. Now, here's your host. Hello, everyone. Jamie Gassman here, your host of Workplace MVP. And we're, we're recording our episodes today from the day two of SHRM 2021 here in Las Vegas, Nevada. And with me is Cheryl Neenheis, who is the Director of Complex Care from Mayo Clinic. Welcome to the show. Hi, Jamie. Thank you for having me. So share with us your, you know, kind of your career background and what you do at Mayo Clinic. Great. I feel like I started my career in healthcare when I was about six years old. <laughs> I won't take you through all of the steps, but I remember pre-HIPAA um, sitting there and folding um, statements with my mom um, from the doctor's office that she worked for. And my career's just kind of gone into the HR direction since then. And I've spent the last um, 15 years almost at Mayo Clinic, most of that in our benefits department, making sure that we're taking care of our employees so they can take care of our patients. And so recently, I've joined the complex care program team to really help employers make a positive difference in the lives of their employees by steering them to the right care for those individuals dealing with complex conditions and really working with them on a benefits design and identification and referral to help them manage their healthcare costs as well as healthcare is continuing to be a very high cost for employers, which again, they are having to share with their employee population. So how can we help them get the right diagnosis early on and get the right treatment plan so they can get back to work and have the best outcomes possible? And so what are some of the, you know, kind of examples of how, you know, maybe a case scenario or something to that effect of like how an employer has used your program? Yeah, that's a great question. So a lot of employers deal with a lot of complex conditions with high spending cancer care or um, spine care. There's a lot of overutilization with spine surgeries in the United States. And so we really work with the employers to identify um, these individuals through their case management or their TPA or navigation service to steer care to Mayo Clinic for a medical record review to see if they would benefit by coming to Mayo. And if they would benefit by coming to Mayo, we ask the employers to pay for the travel and lodging. And a lot of times um, these individuals are getting a change in their diagnosis and the right treatment path. So in the instance of spine care, a lot of times they're not needing spine surgery that was recommended locally. And a more conservative treatment is available for that individual. And so it's better outcomes for that individual to get the right treatment that they need. And it's better outcomes as well for the medical plan because they're not having to pay for unnecessary procedures. Absolutely. So from an outcome perspective, would we be looking at, you know, maybe increasing the return to work duration so that it's, you know, shorter in cycle than what would maybe have happened on a different, you know, if they've gone through like the, the original diagnosed treatment? Absolutely. So um, getting to work faster, you know, also controlling the cost on short and long-term disability, more presenteeism because that individual is getting the right care. You know, there's times when we see somebody come in for a spine surgery and they don't have a spine issue. You know, it's a hip condition or a shoulder or sometimes even a heart condition, where if they went um, on with that surgery, they wouldn't have gotten better um, and things would have still been um, costly for the employer. Yeah, it would have almost like 
gotten worse potentially because they get done with that spine surgery and still having some issues. Absolutely. Now, you had mentioned before we got, um, when we started recording the episode, something about conflict resolution. Um, can you kind of dive into that a little bit about some of the work that you guys are doing in that aspect? Right. So um, I think with the benefit design, all right, it's it's a little hard um, to get employees to understand what their benefits are. Um, I um, just read a recent study that said about 80% of employees don't read their benefits. And out of that, 45% don't understand what they're reading. And so they really go to their, um, their coworkers and everyone to understand their benefits. And so really, um, there's, there's a misfit there and what we're um, trying to do from an HR perspective and getting employees to understand their information. And so we really work on proactively communicating the benefits and really streamlining the um, process for individuals so they're not lost in in the healthcare when they need it most, right? And so really removing the barriers um, and, and the confusion, I think proactively has really helped a lot of people um, have more of a positive member patient experience. So we're trying to remove the conflict and the fragmented care or just healthcare in general um, to really remove the barriers there for a positive experience. And I bet that's like, you know, that's probably some of the more common, like they don't read it. Or, and, you know, the terminology sometimes used in those materials, it's like, I don't know what that means, you right. know. So I love that proactive approach that. So do you change the way that that's communicated then? Do you modify kind of some of the approaches to how um, you're informing those employees? And what does that look like if that's if you do that? Yes, um, absolutely. So we really work with the employers. We actually have a dedicated uh, marketing communications manager that works with everyone that we work with to really identify how are they currently communicating and where all of their employees are located. You know, an example is working with a group that has truck drivers, right? How are truck drivers going to be getting their information because they're on the road, they don't have the technology that they need. And if they do, they're not using it to read benefits communications, right? And so really working with an employer to create radio ads for their truck drivers, you know, because they're going to be listening to the radio and they're going to be hearing those types of um, things on the radio while they're driving. So really working with coming up with great ideas that may be out of the norm. Um, we also encourage them to look at um, what their employees are saying, right? So many times we hear about, okay, do this, do that from a communication perspective. But um, we've done surveys of where employees are actually listening and getting their information um, with employers to make sure that we're addressing where they're actually looking. And a lot of times we find that they're wanting or looking in places that the information's not available. So yeah. we try and work and steer um, those employers to create a marketing and communication strategy that will benefit them and their employees. Yeah. Fantastic. Especially in today's world of stress and burnout, reading another piece of you know literature or in long email isn't going to be as effective as doing something that I can listen to it or I can watch it. So that's fantastic. And kind of meeting that employee where they're at is so powerful. Absolutely. Keeping yeah. that message simple, yeah. right? And again, it's not just that message. It's how do you work and streamline your benefit strategy with the vendors that you work with? You know, so it, if a person happens to call the wrong vendor for something, right, which happens more than we'd like to admit, you know, that the vendors that are selected understand the programs overall that are being offered 
offered by their employer. And so if they are calling the wrong place, that vendor is educated on where that employee should go. Again, so they're giving the answer that they need. And then also really creating a strategy for the vendors that are working together to work together to create that positive patient experience. And so we've seen a lot of groups going with wonderful, you know, telehealth, you know, but with telehealth, making sure that they have a vendor that they can work with, where if there is a complex condition, that telehealth um, group knows where to refer that complex condition or somebody that's needing additional care from primary to specialty um, care. Again, that positive patient experience and member experience is the most important and the best outcome for the employer and the patient member. Fantastic. Now, you're an exhibitor here. Yes. If there's anyone listening, um, you know, from the SHRM the attendees, which booth are you in and where can they find you? We are in booth 5044 and I'm happy to talk to anybody. We're also available if you just Google Mayo Clinic Complex Care and you can learn more about our program there. And if they wanted to get in touch with you directly, Cheryl, how would they be able to do that? They can go ahead and find me on LinkedIn. Um, or they could just give me a call at 507-422-6103. Happy to talk to anybody. Again, our goal is to really help employers and, and their employees and members and their employee loved ones that are dealing with complex conditions because our goal is to focus on the needs of the patient and to bring hope when there seems to be confusion and hopelessness. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. And again, if you are listening in from the uh, SHRM um, conference, Stop by booth 4076 as well and check out our Workplace MVP uh, podcast being broadcasted from R3 Continuum's booth. Thanks for listening.